InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. It's retirement time, or is it? Why not do something that will fuel your passion while earning you some cash? It can be done, as InfoTrack's Taryn McCall learned from an expert. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Jerry Sedler, co-author of the book Don't Retire, Rewire. She's also a senior advisor to the Conference Board on the Mature Workforce and former editor-at-large of Working Woman magazine. Jerry, welcome to InfoTrack. Good to be here. So just what is today's definition of the mature workforce? Well, think about the age of what in this country we say is a mature worker is anyone over the age of 40. That's identified by the... Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone over 40 is considered a mature worker? That's what the country says under the Age Discrimination Employment Act, the ADEA. Now, that was put into place in 1967. So I guess at that time, maybe people thought 40 was old, but it's not. (laughs) It catches people off guard when they hear that definition. Jerry, we're told all the time, save for retirement. Do you think it's likely that baby boomers might outlive their assets? Well, I don't want to say it from the fear standpoint. Yes, we are living longer. We've got this longevity bonus, this gift of time, this additional 20 to 25 years after the age of 65. What I hope is that when people hear this, they really sit down with a financial planner and begin to take a look at this and say, what do I have? What do I need? And this is where I hope that people will begin to say, wait a minute, what is this new concept of working and retirement all about? That's what I'm hoping, and that will stave off people running out of money. A lot of baby boomers may be plowing money into 401ks or IRAs, and they may not be thinking about just what they're going to do with their time in retirement. Talk about that for a moment. We're talking about a new definition of work, because I think a lot of times when people hear, they go, wait a minute, I've been working 30, 35, 40 years. I don't want to work anymore. But what we're trying to say is maybe working in a new way. If you are somebody who loves what you do, you probably want to continue to do it. But maybe not at the same high-intensity level. Maybe a little less stress, a little more flexibility. Give me an example of what you mean. Uh, somebody right now who could be working, whether they even own their own business or working in you know, a corporation. And I want to say there are many corporations today that are already feeling what we call the brain drain. They're losing highly valuable, talented, experienced people. So they are putting in flexibility plans so that this mature worker will say, hey, I want to stay, but on a more flexible time schedule. Why are all of these flexible employees in the workforce disappearing? Because they have the chance now, there may be a pension, strong 401ks, they've been saving, and they are of what we call like retirement eligible. Industries, for example, will be oil, gas, energy, healthcare, nursing, teaching, the government. So many of them already have good, solid financial plans in place so they can exit. But those are industries that we're seeing a real brain drain. There may not be enough younger people in the pipeline. So all of a sudden, these institutions are putting in new flexible models. So that's what I mean about this worker may say, hey, I don't really want to do the full schedule, but now there are flex time models or some 
organizations like CVS, Borders, Barnes & Noble are putting in more seasonal models. So you're getting these new definitions of work coming out so that I hope when people hear some of this, they'll say, well, wait a minute, I could rewire and do that. Not everybody wants to go and stay in a full-time job, but through the book, we try to challenge people to think out of the box, to get a little bit more creative, because I know for many people, when they hear this working in retirement, they're a little bit stunned. <laughs> and we have to really, you know, show them that we're not talking about the same old. We're saying that, you know, there could actually be work in the future. I call it the three Fs that can be for financial, even if it's just if somebody said pin money that I want some extra. It could be for fulfillment. And a lot of people get surprised when they hear that. But work can give us and does give us a lot of our fulfillment and value. And it can be for fun. Retirement in the old days meant heading off to a sunny climate and playing golf every day. All of those things are a part of it. But let me tell you, with all of the interviewing that we did to talk to people, not only boomers, but people, you know, in that generation before boomers who really have retired already, they openly admit and they say, it's not enough. And what we did is we asked a big question. We said, hey, why do you work beyond a paycheck? We got a list of 85 reasons. Some of them people said, well, I want to have accomplishments. Many people who've been at those organizations 30, 35, 40 years, they have a very strong belonging factor. Other people said, I work to be creative or to be a problem solver or to make a difference. And then some people just openly said to us, it's my identity. It's who I am. I want the power. I want the recognition. Yeah, I guess losing that identity can be a real shot in the ego, can't it? That's it. And for many people, what does our society do? We say, so what do you do? Now, this is interesting because what's happened now is that people will say, so what are you doing? And they're saying, well, I'm retired. And then the next question is, so what do you do? <laughs> and it's true, Jerry, of all the retired people I know, they're all busier in retirement than they were during their working careers. I want people to have what I call a rewired life portfolio. Like the person who goes down to Florida, there's that snowbird leaving the Midwest going down, and then they do work for something like a CVS, and they come back to the north, and they can do it. That's a seasonal work. Now, people would say, well, that could be kind of like fun and something different to do. So I'm not saying that the travel and the grandchildren are not wonderful to have. But I'm also saying, too, that if you really think about this new definition of working in retirement or how about the returning retiree or the rehired retiree, now people are finding that they leave their organization six months, maybe even shorter or longer. They're getting a call. Would you like to come back to do some project work? And what we discover is that many retirees honestly say, hey, this sounds great because I was getting a little bored. When people are thinking about things to do after they retire, volunteering comes up a lot. But sometimes there are expenses related to volunteering that people don't expect. Well, that's it. And remember, sometimes, you know, nonprofits will say, too, if you're going to sit on the board, there can be an annual commitment. I heard recently somebody's doing volunteer work, but they're having to use their automobile a lot. And all of a sudden they said, wow, I never realized how much money I'm spending on gas. So those are some of the questions that you should really be thinking of as well. Jerry Sedler, co-author of the book, Don't Retire, Rewire. 
Thanks for being with us today on InfoTrack. Great to be here. Have a good one. And you can find out more at Jerry's website, Don't Retire, Rewire, all one word, dot com. I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. Next, 90 million Americans are fighting serious illness. Hear about their courage and their spirit. It'll inspire you. Coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 